0: Welcome back to the Midlife Muscle podcast. I'm Joey Atlas and today's great guest is Rachel Phillips. So, if you're watching this on video, you're again, you're very fortunate because you get to see us having this conversation. You're going to see some of the things we're going to talk about and share. But if you are listening to this on audio like Apple, Google, Spotify, etc., make sure you take the shortcut link to the video version and subscribe. You can get there by going to Midlife Muscle Podcast. Dot .com, midlifemusclepodcast.com, and you can subscribe, see all the videos, past and future. And speaking of past video episodes, uh, if you remember Catherine, who was nominated by her husband, Dr. D, Catherine at the end of her is nominated, Rachel Phillips. And here I am. <laughs> Rachel, good to see you. <laughs> Thank you for good being see here. Good to you too, yeah. All right. So oh, here's, what's, here's what's so cool about this. Not only are you going to hear uh, a very inspiring story as Rachel has had her shares of ups and downs, challenges, and she's come out of them. Uh, Rachel, first, let's go get your age.
1: Yep, I am 41 years old, about to be 42, so one month away.
0: 41, going on 42. Um, Rachel, I don't wanna give away the secrets, but you can see on video here, we have some very special healthy snacks um, that I can't wait to get (laughs) to tonight. Rachel has, it's a company, right? You know, That's, yeah. your, that's mm-hmm. a business. All right, so Rachel, one of the things they do, her and her husband, what's your husband's name? Chris. Chris, um, I, would you consider this both of your business? The, uh... Yeah,
1: definitely. So okay. we both started it together. Um, I probably work the majority on this and my husband does the majority at the gym, but yeah, okay. they, we definitely own.
0: Okay, so it you're going to get the links to where you can learn about these awesome, healthy, sweet treats mm-hmm. that they make. Uh, you're going to hear Rachel, um, nominate a future guest. She says she's got a great question for me too (laughs) in the turn the tables part of the episode. Uh, and then we're going to share their website, social media channel, probably Instagram. If you think that's Mm -hmm. the best as well, where you can learn more about them, connect with them, uh, learn about these awesome sweet treats that, that they make and put out there for us health nuts. Right. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So Let's get into the six, seven sentence intro of who Rachel Phillips is. A, a I know we spoke about age, but kids, uh, career, profession, uh, married, et cetera. Like give us the snapshot.
1: Okay. So snapshot, I'm from Colorado originally. Ah. Um, so I moved to Florida. It has been, I think this year will be 20 years, maybe 19. But okay. anyhow, I've been here for a very long time. Um, I moved when I graduated from culinary school. So I have a degree in culinary arts. So I'm a trained chef. Nice. First and foremost, I've had many, many lives um, here in Florida. So moved after graduating from college. I just, as beautiful as Colorado is, I always felt like I was born in the wrong state because I positively (laughs) hate being cold. I can't tell you (laughs) enough how much I hate it. I get it. So I moved away immediately as soon as I could. I wanted, I knew I wanted to live by the beach and I wanted to live somewhere warm and I had honestly never heard of Jacksonville. When you think of Florida, you know, if you come from Colorado, you think of Miami or sometimes Tampa or the Keys or, you know, that's just what comes to your mind. So I knew I wanted to go somewhere warm. I had a job offer. I actually came out and was the catering director for UNF for probably about the first five years I lived here. So anyhow, I moved out for a job, fell in love with Jacksonville. Um, Didn't think I would stay here for Mm -hmm. as long as I ultimately Mm -hmm. have. But um, like I said, fell in love with it. I was able to live at the beach right away because right. it's just so darn affordable. Yes. And yeah, just kind of built my life around that. So, okay.
0: so husband is Chris?
1: Yes, my husband is Chris. Any kids? Um, yes, we have a baby. He's oh. about to be 10 months old. Congrats. Oh so, yeah. All he's right. Our so first you're a mom. busy mom, too. I am a busy mom of a brand new baby, but mm-hmm. he's the best. What's his name? Gabe Gabriel. Gabe. Nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. Very cool. Okay. So let's Let's dial things back to your childhood in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Um, Siblings, were your parents active? What did that look like?
1: So I do have two sisters. I'm the oldest, so two Mm -hmm. younger sisters. Um, Yes, my parents were definitely active. They always, my mom was very healthy. So Mm -hmm. she would be like the mom that insisted we have salad with every meal. She always had a huge garden. She was very healthy and would always prepare our meals. So that I definitely learned early. My parents weren't the parents that were like in the gym, certainly not. Um, They weren't even really like the athletic sports Mm -hmm. parents. We always did soccer and you know things when we were younger, but they just weren't the like, go, go, go. I really want you to be in this sport. Mm -hmm. They kind of just let us do our thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I was always very active all through high school, but I was never great at sports, to be honest with you. I just, you know, wasn't, I don't have the hand-eye coordination, I think, for like team sports. Um, And then later on, I found weightlifting and really found my thing. But when yes, did, they when were did, healthy. When did
0: that happen? Finding the oh gosh,
1: lens? that wasn't until I met Chris, my husband. So he's my second husband. When I met him, I was thirty-five, and he really showed me what the gym was meant to be and how to lift weights and how All to right. use a barbell and how to progressively, you know, just really yeah, yeah, how yeah. to lift weights
0: okay. properly. So was that in your around thirty-ish? That
1: was when I was like thirty-five.
0: Thirty-five. Yeah. Okay, so before that, really no consistent type of fitness. <laughs> I
1: used to work out. So the way I got into fitness, so I was married previously. Okay. So I moved to Florida with my ex-husband, mm. and we were about to get married. And so like every bride, I was like, I feel like I need to get in shape, but I had no idea what that meant. Mm. I was 21 years old, Okay. and I found Jillian Michaels. Do you remember those sure. videos? They're <laughs> like P90X. You know, <laughs> yeah. the videos yeah, like, where yeah. you're jumping around the living room. I found those they were 30 minutes it was perfect for me i used to wake up early and do them before work mm. um i would just you know jump around and i had like a little dumbbell set of probably like 8s and 10s and 5s right. or something that's how i started um yeah. P90X, I will actually give them credit. I did that for years and I learned a lot. Right. I progressively bought bigger dumbbells. And mm-hmm. you know, that was really how I worked out for a very long time.
0: Okay. So at home following, at home just mass following market videos. videos. Yeah, okay.
1: But like the DVDs. I didn't right. even have the, you know, Beachbody.com mm-hmm. at
0: that mm-hmm. point in time. Okay. So you started getting into it in your 20s. Mm-hmm. All right, going, dialing it back to your parents, eating healthy uh, salads, etc. Did you and your, were you and your sisters okay with all that? Like, did you enjoy eating how they cooked and...
1: Yes and no. As much as you can as a child. I mean, when you go to a friend's house and they're the ones that have the little Debbie's. Now, I mean, of course, you're gonna <laughs> right. be like, "Man, you're so lucky." Right. But we always also kind of understood. And yeah. again, my mom would get us involved in growing the food, and we right. had a good understanding of, you know, what yeah. healthy was. And appreciated so, not a it. lot
0: of fast food for you guys. Not
1: at all. We actually, I come from a very small town. Population is less than probably right about a thousand, maybe fifteen hundred mm. by now. Okay very small. There was no fast food. It just didn't exist. So that was kind of cool because we never ate out. There was two restaurants in town. Um, no such thing as McDonald's. Yeah. Okay.
0: And have you and Chris kind of carried through? 100%. Yeah. So we both kind of
1: came from different backgrounds, but similar. His Mm. mom who does live here in Florida is also healthy and, you know, kind of taught him generally what healthy looked like.
0: Nice. Okay. So, mid 30s when did you and chris first meet
1: so we met when i was about 35 and he was what he's two years older than me like 37. how did you guys meet so we actually met at a, a mutual friend I was working with her and he was friends with her from high school and her son was turning either three or five. I don't remember anymore. So like a child's birthday party and they did a big bounce house. It was in the summertime and it was like a big slide bounce house water thing. And so him and I were both there. um, And I had recently become single, just recently got divorced Mm. and he was there. And so, yeah, we just kind of. Was that like.
0: Totally by chance, or did she kind of? Totally plan by it, chance. Like, I oh. don't
1: really remember her planning it at all. Right. I mean, she might have mentioned something. Yeah, yeah. But no. And I was just stopping by, like, kind of after work. Like, right. yeah, I'll come by and say hi, you yeah. know, and it looks like fun. And yeah, that's how we okay. met. Okay,
0: nice. Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love asking that question when it's, yeah, when it's, it's, it's relevant. Story. I asked uh, Catherine and Dr. D how they met.
1: Mm-hmm. How Everybody has a story. Yeah. So.
0: Those are cool stories. Good stuff. All right. So, um, did you guys? realize early on that you both were interested in health and taking care of yourselves and eating properly and exercise? Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, it's, you know, fairly obvious visibly, you know, especially in your mid thirties, you kind of start to see the difference. And yeah, he was actually probably much more into it than I was, Mm -hmm. but he'll even be the person to tell you. He wasn't really doing it right. He was kind of doing like the, the bro stuff from high school where you just (laughs) kind of know, you know, not really doing leg day enough and doing all the upper body stuff. And you know just eating egg whites and just yeah i mean he was just kind of doing the silly bro stuff okay. um but
0: he was doing it but he was
1: doing yeah. it and he was extremely consistent right. and again he was really the one that kind of took my like at home fitness and just kind of maintaining and right. really bumped it up and kind of got me to fall in love mm-hmm. with it and mm-hmm. you know that was right. really kind of our early in our relationship like how we bonded a lot because he taught me everything awesome.
0: very cool so not long after Catherine uh, nominated nominated Rachel to be on here. Uh, I saw Catherine and Dr. D in the gym like a day or two after. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me a little bit more about you because I had seen your Instagram page. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And I really couldn't see your face on the Instagram page. Like, like, I'll you, on. <laughs> you can, but like, I.
1: <laughs> Not a lot. Then
0: she mentioned hyperswole. i like, hmm
1: hyper i think i've seen
0: this lady <laughs> interesting. like well she said they train there she yeah. didn't say they own it yeah It's like i think i've seen this lady so <laughs> rachel gets here today we meet for the well we act we meet officially for the first time
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we realized we had crossed paths
1: oh, many times. at God. least
0: a dozen times since i moved to this part of town um uh, when I would do my morning runs out over the what's called the interco intercoastal or intercoastal yeah intercoastal right, um, Rachel, I don't know if I've ever crossed paths with Chris. I don't know. If it was mostly it. me that mostly would be walking you, in the mornings. With, yeah, and usually with the like dog. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I'm like. <laughs> the more we're talking, I'm like we cross paths, and she's yeah, like, "Yeah, you're yep, always that very was friendly
1: and like, wave Yeah, like, I I'm say hello to everybody.
0: The like, yeah. And the dog, I couldn't tell if he was friendly <laughs> or not, but uh, when he came yeah. chasing me that day, I don't know if it was Chris or <laughs> Matt. Um, I was like, "Is he okay?" Because oh, I'm okay with him, but is yeah, he okay with me? Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, he's okay." It's probably Matt. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Matt. Um, so, we've crossed paths we just never formally met until today. What do you know? What Small you know? world. Good stuff. Um All right. So, now so you own you and Chris own mm-hmm. Hyper Swole. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, very very recently we have taken that gym over mm-hmm. and we do own it.
0: Yes. Okay. So, mm-hmm. what kind of training facility would you describe it as?
1: I would say it is what I always say is it's a lifters gym. Right. So, it's um, that and sports performance. So Matt, okay. the previous owner, Matt Thornton, did a great job of really building it up. He was very sports performance oriented. Right. Um, he would train a lot of athletes, like local high school mm. and college athletes, um, even younger children. He was really into the sports performance. So there's a great turf area and a lot yeah. of functional fitness okay. stuff. And then there's a lot of um, kind of on the other side of the gym is more the barbells and kind of traditional mm-hmm. dumbbells, barbells racks that type of thing and myself and my husband previous to owning it were personal trainers there and so we were teaching our clients and training our clients more on the barbells and the racks
0: okay so now you're so. running owning and running the facility mm-hmm. still both you're still doing training
1: and then we both still personal train
0: yeah okay mm-hmm. all right um did you guys have to leave uh former full-time positions elsewhere to take over the gym and make that transition no we
1: were really doing that and then our other business um so we just kind of add, we added gym ownership as our right. third business but no we really didn't okay. we just kind of thankfully we were able to it was a sort of an easy transition because yeah. we were there so a lot your
0: personal now. training there and training there and okay, training there I yeah
1: mm-hmm. right. so it's kind of like it just a it was right. a fairly smooth right. transition
0: okay understood all right so you personally, mm-hmm. how would you describe, let's say, your weekly training schedule? Like what do you what is your oh overview of the framework look like? What does it look like? What does it look like now?
1: So I had a baby <laughs> ten months ago. It's wildly yeah, different. Congrats. I mean, I think any parents will tell you it's like mm-hmm. and really if you don't go into this with a good mindset, you'll have a hard time. Right. I used to back in my previous life. I would train for like two hours a day. I loved it. It was truly, it is truly what I love to do. So I would put a lot of time and effort into my training. And, you know, I was lucky I was able to do that for quite a few years and really build some good muscle Mm -hmm. and, you know, put all of my everything into that. And then since um, having a baby, first of all, I mean, that really changes it even during pregnancy. It's, I worked out the entire time but it changes so much right. and you just have to be okay with that oh, mentally. Yeah. There were days I couldn't, yeah. Mm. It was kind of a mess. So mm. mentally, I got myself 9 months to prepare for right. not, you know, really working out the same.
0: Right.
1: Now I would say I really try to focus on two sometimes three good kind of what I refer to as foundational days. So those are lifting days mm-hmm. where I really let myself focus on, you know, the squats and the deadlifts and those major movements. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to give myself about 45 minutes to an hour of solid work. Mm-hmm. And Chris, my husband, is really good about kind of watching the baby. You know, we really are very, we respect each mm-hmm. other's workout time. And so we'll do a really good job of kind of helping that person get that time in. Right. Um, but with juggling clients and a baby, there's just a lot. Yeah. So I give myself That's two full, full, full days. Schedule. Yeah. Okay. And then the other days, I just kind of, even if it's 15 minutes and I'm just, squatting or I'm right. just you know doing those major movements um mm-hmm. overhead press I'll just work on one thing and give myself 15 minutes and be okay, okay
0: with it okay so two or three quote-unquote bigger days and then yeah. the rest of the days are just small kind of focused sessions yeah All right so that's resistance style training what mm-hmm. about cardio?
1: Cardio, I am not a huge fan of it. I'm going to be Understood. honest with you. Um, I discovered a long time ago that you really don't – if you have a good base of muscle and if you train in resistance, train properly, you really – if you enjoy cardio, great. Absolutely mm-hmm. do it. It shouldn't be what you rely on right. because it's truly not a great way to burn fat and build muscle. Mm-hmm. Um I like to run every now and then, like, we're going to get ready for a Spartan race. And so it's nice to just go out and run a mile or two. Right. Um. It's also kind of my alone time. But understood. I wouldn't say I have, like, a cardio preference okay. because I don't love cardio. Yeah, yeah.
0: Understood. So, so. when we would cross paths while walking,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm thinking, all right, she probably walks consistently.
1: Walking is a great – there you so
0: go. So describe your walking pattern to me.
1: So, I definitely walk. We have a little pit bull at home too. And so, we take him on two walks consistently a day. Um, we live on the intercoastal, like over by Beach Boulevard. So, okay. we'll take him about a quarter of a mile. So, we'll walk like a half mile every day just walking the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes, I'll try to get in a little bit more with the baby and the dog at the end of the day if the weather's nice. Um, nice. So, I would say I probably try to walk about a mile a day or about 30 minutes a day. Um, but it's not, you know, again, my life right now is like yeah, I try to, right. and then if it doesn't Your happen, that's full. okay. Yeah. Right. But walking's great, especially with the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And then, like I said, I do try to get a run or two in during the week, especially if I'm kind of training for something.
0: Okay. So there is some, I, I consider walking. Quote unquote, I agree cardio, with you. Yes, right? most, most of what I do is walk. Yeah, uh, and I'll it's do... really
1: it's good for your joints. I mean, it's just really kind of good for your headspace. Oh, Running yeah. can be too, but that can be more and more difficult for people right, to do.
0: Right, right. I, I, we're we're saying this because we want people to understand everything is relative and everything um, is good for for someone. So, yeah, like, some people can't run. run, and if you've yeah. Heard an article or read something? Oh, running is the only way to get the real not. results. No, it's not. <laughs> 100%. Trust me. One hundred percent. I've I've shifted my quote unquote running pattern to six or seven days a week down to one to two days a week, and yeah. all the other days, I'm walking.
1: Yep, I, that's exact, I would say that's exactly what I do. Right. Like I shoot to run, you know, just to maintain it, right. and it doesn't have to be any more than like two miles. I mean, really, I'm not training yeah. for a right. marathon or exactly. anything, so yeah.
0: And so people say, well, how do you know it's still working for you? Well, I know my body composition. Um, I feel okay. I, I know I know my weight, even though like that's not really what I pay attention mm-hmm. to. It's only one parameter. But the kicker is paying attention to your annual health exams mm-hmm. every year. Wow. Look at all your numbers, all your vitals. If you're not doing wow. that, you should be doing it because yeah. if you don't know what's going on on the inside, you don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. right? Very true. And so transitioning to more walking, less running, my numbers have actually gotten better. Is it only from just walking? No, it's probably from a few other mm-hmm. tweaks. But reducing my running by like 80% and replacing it with walking hasn't taken away anything from my profile and you would think
1: like oh lord the minute i stop running it's all gonna come crashing down no yeah and i always tell folks especially as they get a little older and you know you're right it's like find something that you genuinely enjoy so most people can find 30 minutes they i always say pop in a podcast i could send you a hundred podcasts if you don't have one to listen to you i got one exactly um and then just you know go and kind of mentally just you know, running takes a lot and especially if you're not very good at it, it's it going to be very, and not difficult. all bodies are
0: built for running. Like I'm not one of those people. Yeah.
1: So and again, okay. just go enjoy yourself, find something you enjoy and you're going to do it a whole lot more than yes. if you dread it all day long.
0: Absolutely. Truth. Um, good stuff. Okay. So let's go into your nu- current nutritional framework. How mm-hmm. would you describe the way you and Chrissy in general?
1: I would say very clean, Um, Mm. and that's really just by habit. It's not even so much, well, very clean, and then you know what? We're also the people that we enjoy food. We love food. I'm a trained chef, so truly I love food. Understood. And that's how him and I also connected is he's a great cook. Mm. I mean, he wouldn't call himself a chef, but he's an excellent cook. Got it. Um, We love food, so we're not restrictive at all. But we just kind of naturally eat clean, and and you know I really how to make things taste good. Eat, yes, and, and, and still luckily, be healthy, right? I actually do. Truly know right. How to cook, There's so. a
0: big difference between eating things that satisfy the average person and "quote unquote" taste really good, mm-hmm. and then eating very healthy meals and snacks, but knowing how to prepare them so that they're super healthy, but they taste gourmet level. Yes, right. Exactly. You know what I'm and talking about. And it's so about.
1: much about like sauces or pestos or little spices, knowing how to spice and yes. season and sauce yes. things properly make all the difference, right. yes,
0: absolutely. Right, so I'm a big proponent of, just start learning about broths, mm-hmm. like basic bone broth, chicken broth, veggie broth, mm-hmm. like that alone is such a low calorie way to enhance a Massive. lot of things. And you can right? add
1: it to basically everything,
0: yes. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, then you get into your herbs, your spices, and people are like, oh, I didn't know I can use all these. Like You should. Yeah. Number one, they make everything taste so good, but they're healthy. And guess what? There's the internet
1: now, and you can literally Google. That's the thing. I mean, you can find when people say they can't cook. I understand. You probably don't (laughs) prefer to cook. I get it. I don't prefer to do a lot of things. You don't love it, but you. You can't not know how to cook. That's just impossible. No, like especially
0: if your health, your wellness, longevity is important to you, and your body is important to you.
1: Yeah, YouTube it. Google it. You have to have the basics.
0: Like even just the basics. You don't Mm -hmm. have to become a. You don't have to go to culinary school to do this. Like not at all. You could be a self-taught pro like within a couple of weeks.
1: And the more you do it, this truly is the truth. The more you do it, and the more you prepare food for yourself. The further you're going to get away from the junk and enjoying right. the, you know, we really just anymore, my husband and I, and this is truly not because we don't allow ourselves to, we just don't right. like that kind of food.
0: Agreed. So. Yeah. So when, unfortunately, the mass population, they've been programmed to be addicted to all the bad oh, stuff. Yeah, 100%. That's where all the money is, and people want more and more of it. When you shift back to eating clean, eating healthy, learning how to, prepare season foods properly your body and brain start learning what really good food is mm-hmm. and how it should taste 100 and that mass market garbage starts to taste nasty to you when Very you do try so. you go to a party or you go to like whatever an yeah. event or you Somehow somebody talks you into stopping at a fast food restaurant. Like <laughs> that is nasty. It's
1: not what I remember. No. It's not as good. No. Yeah, and believe me, I mean, back in the day, I used to love. I I'm always been a sweets person. Mm-hmm. Hence the yeah, you know kind of reverse that. engineered this, but uh-huh. I've always been a sweets person. So I mean, there was a point when I was in college. This is such a great example. I was very weight. I think everybody in co- every woman in college mm-hmm, is, especially. but you're not doing the right things. Right. Unfortunately, you just don't know. So I would. You know restrict 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 try to eat as little as possible all day long i would right. bring like a sugary yogurt and have like i don't know a nutrient bar some garbage like that <laughs> not knowing that that's just really sugar and carbs right, it's all carbs and you'd be like okay cool i'm eating healthy and like in your mind you're calculating calories and then at the end of the night i would be so ravenously hungry mm-hmm. like driving home i literally thought i was going to murder someone understood and then you just eat everything right. inside and it's such a sad kind of vicious cycle and then you finally learn you know to kind of pair proteins and carbs and fats and how that all works together the right stuff yeah and that is like i want to tell everyone that and just have you understand that it will change everything and
0: that's why we're doing this podcast midlife muscle is about everything it's about strength of your nutrition strength of your knowledge base yes muscle tone muscle development on your body but strength of the mindset, strength of your lifestyle, strength of your outlook in life. So talking about this specifically um, really highlights, you know, I want you to listen closely. When you listen to these interviews, you're hearing Rachel, a person who back in her 20s really didn't know what she was doing. at all and thought she
1: was healthy, always thought she was healthy. Right, right.
0: And so here she is now, early 40s, Now really knowing pretty much everything she needs to know to make a life of this, be an example for your boy, Gabe, Mm -hmm. right? Cause he's going to learn this from you guys. Yeah. Huge. Um, And this is how we really impact um, our loved ones around us and hopefully our friends and coworkers and such by being the example. This is great. So let's go into, uh, let's go into a time of your life where you had a, what we call like a major setback, something that, took you off track for a short while, a long while, whatever. And as I mentioned earlier, it could be anything that took you off track mm-hmm. that uh, you had to find your way back. What's one of those examples? So
1: a good example was, like I said, I was previously married. Um, my ex-husband and I owned a catering company here for 10 years. Okay. And it got to be a pretty successful catering company. Um, we were doing tons of weddings and just, yeah, mm. one of the top, probably top three in the city of Jacksonville. Mm. So we were working all the time Mm. you know it kind of took its toll we decided to sell the business and so we sold our business um thankfully we're able to make some money off Mm. of it and just kind of walk away and then i didn't know what to do it's kind of like retiring weirdly at like 32 or something you're both still
0: together at this time and we were
1: both still married you know not great but we were both still married um And, you know, it's almost like you kind of, we got a little bit of money, um, you know, not enough to retire on, but it was like you were weirdly retired. Right. I'm very much a type A, like go, go, go kind of person. That was really hard and and weird. And I didn't anticipate it being so Mm -hmm. difficult for me to kind of give up something that we had built from scratch. Right shortly after we kind of started the divorce proceeding anyways that was not a great time in life mm. and so ended up getting divorced probably about a year later mm. and just kind of floundering and i was working um at a local hotel as an a, a event planner like wedding planner right. just not a great fit just not really sure what the heck i was supposed to be doing right. and that was a really tough time i mean i was still kind of again, working out, doing the videos and stuff, but probably not as much, you know, right. not eating as healthy. Mm. When you get divorced, you tend to go out a lot more. It was just like a very, it right. was not me, yeah. you know, it was like very much a huge mm. hiccup in me being me. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't quite right. And then I met Chris, thankfully, and really got more on, you know, then I almost became more right. me. More structured. You know? Yeah. More structured more and just plan. Exactly. And him okay. and I just kind of feed off of each other so well. It's always been like that from the beginning. So Awesome.
0: That's good. Yeah, divorce, good stuff. No fun. No, I've been there twice <laughs> myself. Uh, grateful yeah. for the experiences because I've become a, a better sure. person. And uh, if you can reflect those, in,
1: in the yeah. end say, okay, it was as much my fault as his fault and just kind of learn from that, you're much yeah, better off.
0: Absolutely. Good stuff. Yeah. But it is hard. Like i oh, going through mine. I was way off track.
1: It's devastating. Way really? It doesn't matter if who no, you are. Yeah, no,
0: no it was, uh, those were very, very low points. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about being there, uh, I mentioned this before, is that you are able to relate to other people who are either in those situations, trying to get out of that situation. Being there and coming out gives you that firsthand experience of what it feels like to be so down, so like out of it, and so like feeling all these different things that don't allow you to focus on all the things you're supposed to be focusing Mm -hmm. on. Yeah. Um, and then you have to climb out of it because, you're like, all right, I can't. Yeah, nobody's going to help go you. Nobody's going to save this. you. Yeah, right. exactly.
1: So you just have to kind of figure out a way. Yeah, a lot of empathy as you get right. older. Empathy grows because right. when you're younger, you just, especially if you're kind of someone like you know, you just power through, like right. go, go, go. You just do what you got to do. Right. And
0: you probably haven't suffered through enough painful. Oh, you just assume everything's going to be rosy to, to develop that kind of compassion mm-hmm. and, and understanding of other people who are either in that position or recently coming out of it to be able to connect and help them. Good stuff though. Excellent, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, so now, how would you describe the things that keep you on track, keep you committed, keep you focused, keep you dedicated?
1: I would say- Because a lot of
0: people ask that, who, are, who see people like us, they wanna know, how do you stay committed? How do you stay on track?
1: I feel like that isn't even a how do you anymore? It's how would you not? Right. It, you know, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, I mean, it truly does. it would be so difficult for me to not live the way that I live that I almost can't imagine it.
0: Understood. Um,
1: it's so funny. So this is very interesting. And when I was kind of getting into the health, you know, a little bit more, and anyhow, I had first met my husband, and I really started getting into listening to podcasts. And there mm. was this guy, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, called Fit to Fat, and he did this like kind of experiment and really yes, he did I it to become that. famous but yeah. it was brilliant right. and he was a trainer that was you know very good body very had lived the lifestyle he purposefully right. gained, gained a bunch weight. of weight right. and then he like kind of purposely lost yeah. it and just sort of went through that journey and i was like that's very brave of you truly because when you live the life and feel good in your body and you know you're just kind of living that healthy lifestyle right. to go the opposite of that would be ex- extremely difficult it like is. it would yeah. literally be torture right. and so yeah it would be torture to not do oh, that I, guess. I
0: get it um, but no, i feel like
1: that's kind of too easy of an answer no if, no
0: but there's there's a lot of truth in that it's like it's not even like what do you do to stay committed or dedicated it's it's basically like it's your programming yeah it's just your it really way of is. life it's, it's and, and we inherently understand how much more difficult life is when you're not doing this stuff. And we just don't want to go that way.
1: Yeah. And I, and I, again, I've lived like, I wasn't always like, oh, you're so perfect. I mean, I definitely didn't know what protein was, didn't eat enough of it. ate tons of, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. when you're younger, yeah, I've been where most people are and I do do some nutrition coaching. I mean, you just kind of naturally do when you personal train people and I'm always having conversations about your food and, most people just don't, you don't know what you don't know and it's not your fault or it's right. not anyone's fault. It's just, they think it's so difficult and oh, you must just have this magic key that you unlock and then everything makes sense. It's really not like that. It's just consistently right. learning what healthy is. Exactly.
0: It's being on the path. It's
1: very consistent. Yeah. yeah. It's the
0: journey mm-hmm. and just seeking to make your journey better.
1: Yeah, and genuinely wanting to feel better.
0: Surrounding yourself with people who are of the same mindset.
1: That's also very... Sometimes you got to choose new friends. It's very difficult. Um, So again, my ex-husband was a chef. So Mm. great. You're a chef. Chefs come from a totally different mindset of like, I'm going to add fat and butter and you're trained that way. And you know, your food is incredible, but just a different kind of incredible. And my husband now, he was almost like the kind of when we first met the anti-chef, like he would just do, you know, plain chicken breast and didn't really care. He calls (laughs) it function food. Like, I don't care what it tastes like. I just want it to feed my body. Uh Well, I think I kind of brought both of those together and, you know, food can be food is medicine, it but it's also enjoyable. incredible and exactly. be
0: enjoyable and benefit us yeah. big time. Um, there's a lot of room for learning in that realm right there.
1: Yeah, it's um, not one or the um, other. So
0: speaking of like awesome yeah. foods, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> What's the name of the business?
1: So the name of our um, treats business is Fit Fab Foods. Right. I, I
0: knew that. I just mm-hmm. couldn't remember the order. Yeah. Fit Fab <laughs> Foods. So we're going to talk about how <laughs> Did you start it or did you and Chris both start it?
1: So I really kind of started The way that it worked is, you know, it's funny, um, Jack's Nutrition over here, the supplement shop, they, we would always buy our supplements from there, still do. And they actually somehow, I was talking with them. I do not remember the owner, Mike, I think he's mm -hmm. still the owner just mentioned wanting to bring in a local product um, that he could sell that was like a protein dessert. I don't even remember exactly how. And I was like, I bet you I could do that. Like that sounds like a challenge. I didn't have enough going on at that time. So I I did. I actually created a protein cake, just got on Pinterest and read probably 10 different recipes, kind of figured them out, put Uh them all together, was using their protein at the time and just figured out kind of how to make them and at that time, um, and still to this day, I don't eat a lot of gluten. It just mm-hmm. That's just one of those right. things that I kind of have an aversion to. Okay. So I also figured out how to make them gluten free. So gluten free, we added protein, We started selling them at jack's nutrition and they were doing incredibly well that was the
0: only place that was the only place
1: at first you know just kind of test Mm -hmm. it out then we started doing some farmers markets um this was pre-pandemic so we were selling at the farmers market we actually sold in gym jacks for a while we were selling Mm -hmm. at tight-knit fit and we were selling at local gyms around um getting some traction and everybody was kind of loving them then the pandemic came and Mm -hmm. everything kind of shut down the markets everything stopped But we were able to sell in Native Sun because they were kind of like an essential business or mm. you know, kind of like a right, Publix. Right. So somehow we got a connection at Native Sun and we started selling there and then mm-hmm. we really kind of flipped around and did more of the retail locations. So now it's mostly coffee shops, local coffee shops, Native Sun still sells them. Um, we sell them online. Right.
0: All right, I got a lot of questions about this and yeah. I know people watching, they <laughs> want to hear more about this and uh, if they're remote, how they might be able to get their hands on them. But I got to say real quick, Somebody, I had another person direct message me about the supplement. I'm leaving it here because the first episode I shot, I had to take my dose for the day and I left it here. People started asking. And this is one of the ways where I don't have to have any corporate sponsorships. We're not running ads from other companies. Like, We're just doing this straight up without any of that stuff because my supplement is selling enough and my online fitness membership is selling enough. We have enough buyers and members of both where... I can basically self fund this. So, if you are interested in the Brain Belly Body Elixir Mixer, just go to getlivingstrength.com. I'm not going to talk about it here. We'll probably do another podcast dedicated to everything about sure. this, but just <laughs> go to getlivingstrength.com. Great idea, by the way. Getlivingstrength.com. You can learn all about it there. All right. So, FitFab Foods. How do you fit this in like with how busy you are already? That's a very
1: good question. So right now the way that it typically works is um I will most of my all of my personal training clients really are in the mornings, which is a great thing. So yeah. My husband and I and the baby all wake up at about 4.30, 4.45 in the morning. Um, okay. My husband wakes up first and then he'll go get the baby and we just kind of have a system. Right. And then, um, so I'll train all of my clients in the mornings. I'm typically done right around anywhere between 11 and noon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll take the baby home, put him down for a nap, and then I will start doing the cake pop business no,
0: no personal training in the afternoon period? i really don't Very. my husband does okay. he has
1: quite a few clients but right. i just kind of work it where i really can't mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. you're focusing um, on this and i'm the baby. focusing on that and then the baby needs to right. go home and take sure. a nap and stuff too so yeah so it actually works well i kind of split my time half and half mm-hmm. um and then a lot of times i'll do things on the weekends if i need to catch up or mm-hmm. you know what have you but yeah it's one of those great businesses where i can kind of do a bunch of things. There's quite a few steps that go into these little guys. Um, There's baking the cakes, there's cooling them. I mean, there's five different steps that go into it. So I kind of have different stages going at different times. And you're doing
0: this all at home.
1: And I'm doing it all at home. Yeah. All right. Mm
0: -hmm. So is it only the pop style?
1: So we have cake pops, and then we also have what we refer to as whoopie pies. So those are, if you don't know what that is, some people know what that is, some people don't. Uh Um, It's like a sandwich cookie, basically. But again, there's added protein in those as well. So there's 18, there's nine grams of protein per cake pop, and then there's 18 grams for the whoopie pies, which are a little bit bigger. So we tried to make them the equivalent of like a Quest bar, you know, a a traditional protein bar.
0: This is good. So are they, are you doing... Plant-based ones, whey protein Yeah, ones, we do have variety. plant-based.
1: Um, so we have vegan plant-based protein ones that we sell exclusively at Native Sun. Mm-hmm. And then these are whey protein. Um, so it just kind of depends on what you're, what you're looking for, first of all. And then second of all, kind of what you tolerate. Right. Like some people just don't tolerate whey well. Right. Other people don't love the plant-based protein. So we do offer both.
0: Okay. So we're going to give you the website where you can check everything out. Mm-hmm. The Instagram is awesome. Um, but I want to go into some of the details about this. Um, like if somebody said, Hey, we're having a a party, but we want healthy treats. Like, is that something you would
1: Mm -hmm. cater to? In fact, we are just, um, we're creating like some little Valentine's ones for it's Jack's mom strength, I think. And Mm -hmm. so there are a bunch of moms that get together and they do fitness challenges. So yeah, all over the place we're doing, you know, different special events and parties. And then like I said, we sell them retail as well.
0: Okay. so. So, um, We'll we'll circle back to retail, but if somebody is like in New York, oh, I want to order a dozen. Is that possible? Yes, now, it or? is.
1: Yes and no. You know, I, I'm kind of particular about how I ship them, just because a shipping is incredibly expensive. Right. I'm not Amazon, unfortunately. Yeah. So I've had people inquire from California. It's like eighty dollars right. to ship them. So right. I'm like, I doubt that you want to pay that. If you right. do, great. Um, but we can definitely do them locally, like all around Florida. We ship them quite a bit. Okay. Um, I have done them. I have a subscriber. A, a person who gets them once a month and she lives in michigan i think so i'll send them to her hmm. you know we'll work it out but sometimes the shipping's yeah. just kind of yeah it's prohibitive, you know, prohibitive. Right. yeah
0: understood um what are, there, what are the main sweeteners you like to use in these? So
1: we use a blend of stevia and monk fruit, okay. um, and I've found that to be the best. Mm. Stevia, some people really have an aversion to. it; They think it tastes bitter. Monk fruit kind of tames that down a little bit, um, but monk fruit, you need so much of it. The stevia gives it yeah. a little bit more of a kick, right, so right. you have to do, like, almost an even blend of right. them. It took me quite some time to really come up with, like, the perfect— Plus, protein powders have their own kind of like most of them are sweetened with stevia or monk fruit or something. Yeah, or
0: the so, real crappy ones. Which I'm yeah, sure you those stay ones away are from. garbage. Super aspartame. Yeah, ASK. No,
1: none of that. Um, we use organic protein in our plant-based okay. ones, and then we use. I'm trying to think of it. I can't. I'm having a brain fart. They Tara, sell it. At,
0: Tara's. Tara's for whey.
1: No, it's not that. It's. Um, Intech, evolution. Thank you. It comes okay. in a huge green, but it's very clean, um, mm. like a grass-fed whey okay. protein. There's digestive enzymes, all that kind of good stuff. So we're very particular about the protein that goes in them because, yes, protein can be what a wide range of oh, things. Yeah. Like garbage, very high quality.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. Um, that's a whole other yeah. episode.
1: <laughs> it's pretty wild. How, and that's kind of sad to you. A lot sad. of times people like, just don't realize what... The difference. Yeah,
0: no, it's there's a whole and spectrum a of difference. like yeah. really low quality, oh almost gosh. like you shouldn't even be putting yeah. in your body. it's really
1: kind of scary. Um, yeah,
0: understood and agreed. So a couple of things like my wheels are turning. Mm-hmm. I've been using stevia or stevia however you say it since I was like 16. So I've used all like different the kinds, of the curve. and yeah. I found like the last bunch of years the best organic one that I believe tastes the best has mm-hmm. the least bitterness uh, is the strongest so that you only need even less of it. If you like want me to send you the link, please, please remind me. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, if you want to test it out, whatever, like I think it's, I think it's probably the best. And I've tried other ones along the way. Like, let me see if this one matches up or it's
1: tough. And then, yeah, some people just have like a weird flavor proof. I don't know. It's tough too. And there are even people, I mean, we balance it pretty well. There are still people that are just not, you know, it's not their thing because of that.
0: Understood. So, then you have the allulose that recently came out. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking for like a good organic one. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not non-GMO. As easy it's to not easy to find, find it. But yeah. it it'll get there. Like yeah. it's gaining popularity. Um, so I am starting to try a few. I'm not overly impressed yet, but I'm seeing ah, there might be something here. Yeah, there might be Somebody's gonna get this right. Yep. Um, something yeah. Um some to make it. Yeah, it's note funny. Of.
1: So there's another little side note. My sister who lives in Oregon now, she's my my middle sister, mm-hmm. she is kind of a big health nut. I mean, she would okay. almost probably be more of a health nut than I am. She's always researching. So she works um, nights in the hospital. So she has a lot of time, her, like in between. No, Admin? she's not a nurse. She's actually a radiology tech. Okay. Um, so she just has all this random time. Her name is Leah.
0: Leah, we hope she's going to watch this. Oh, she's she going to watch this? Yeah. All right.
1: She does so much research and like she just kind of gets dug, digs mm-hmm. like deep into these things for me. Nice. And so she'll send me like brands to try or like recommendations or right. she's great. Like she's our travel agent, our family travel because she just has all this little weird time yeah. like in the middle of the night to plan nice. all these trips and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I might have to talk with Leah a little bit if she, if she knows her stuff.
1: Yeah, she's great in researching, and she's very big on like where ingredients come from, and she's super specific about all that stuff.
0: Is she? Does she train as well?
1: No, she doesn't. Uh uh-uh. Yeah, she just on... likes to eat super clean, and okay. she lives out in Oregon. So. All right,
0: maybe we will get her training with some home stuff.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. I always try to. My feel trust me, that's a whole another. Yeah. That's a whole another podcast.
0: <laughs> but if I make it easy for her, she'll <laughs> yeah. do it, right? Yeah. All right, right, we got some videos we could send her away, <laughs> Leah. If you want the videos that will make this easy and you know. could do it at home. Let us know. we got you covered. All right, very cool. this is good. Um, all right, so where where can people find these locally here in Jacks to, to so what are, you, what are they actually called?
1: So these are cake pops like i call there's, them yeah gluten-free cake pop is what the label says but these, um, those a have a lot of
0: protein relatively speaking yeah
1: they really do and that was my biggest like regular cake that was pop my biggest thing have. is i was like i want this to be a true protein when we first originally cut it was for jack's nutrition so it was like right. hey we need to like jam as much mm-hmm. protein into these as we can mm-hmm. but still make them a good texture and taste good and the funniest thing is so at the time i didn't have children kids love these and kids don't care don't if there's protein in there. Yeah. if their hair it looks don't awesome care at like, all that, what is in them kid sees that, but if I a kid that. likes it and comes back for more and is your repeat customer that's how you know they're delicious right so kids love them um they taste good they look cute you know they're just like a weird little niche thing where you can no, be a I kid and love it brilliant. and not really care like, and Roundbird is one of the coffee shops we sell at. They sell little singles just right there on the counter. Okay. Every time a kid comes in, they want that, right. and again, they don't know that they're gluten free and no, it, protein. it looks so, it's very yeah, appealing, it's, especially it's like
0: I'm, I'm a big kid. I'm like yeah, exactly. I like grab okay, one of those. you like
1: chocolate or vanilla? Oh. Um, so yeah, that was actually kind of a cool sell that I never would have even thought of. Right. Truly, I was like, okay, protein. I just want to make it look good. Right. That's how it all started.
0: Okay. Uh, any fiber in them?
1: We, I mean, there's naturally some fiber yeah. in them. Honestly, off the top of my head, I don't even know what the fiber count is. They're not meant to be like a high fiber right. thing, but we do use oat flour, almond flour, oh, nice. um, that okay. type of thing to make them gluten-free. So yeah, there's a little
0: bit okay. there. Okay. So we're, I'm definitely going to be talking with you guys in the future because I've been like making my own, quote unquote, healthy protein mm-hmm. bars at home. So I'm always messing around. It's fun, i got bags yeah. all over the, my kitchen, like different raw <laughs> ingredients.
1: And you buy yeah. all this random stuff and try to put it together. Yeah. yeah. It took me, like I said, quite a while to find a good, solid recipe right. that I it's can now just trial and error, taste, produce. share yeah. them with
0: people, get the feedback. Yeah. So I, I might I might run some ideas by you to see mm-hmm. what you yeah. think, especially with your culinary background.
1: And um, that was really kind of where it started. It was like, I know how to deconstruct a recipe.
0: Right. Now
1: let me just figure out how to add protein and. When you bake with protein, you need a little bit more baking powder. Pa- right. There's just things that you need to kind of substitute right, to make it right. work.
0: Good stuff. This is great. All right. So where else can locals find these around Jack's? Uh,
1: so they are Roundbird Coffee Shop, Sago um, Coffee Shop. Oh, um, okay. Nice. Trosca, which is down in Ponte Vedra, like kind of the Sawgrass Village area. Um, I'm trying to think, Poor Mike's Coffee Shop, which is new. They're down off 210, so like the Nocatee area. So they're in there already? Mm Mm-hmm, yep, they're there already. Pura Bean Coffee, which is over by 1122 Church. Um, That's a cool little coffee shop. Um, I'm probably missing some. Still in Native Sun? Native Sun, yep, there are Jack's Nutrition still? um, No, we actually don't do, they kind of stopped doing their local stuff, and I I just think at the end of the day, they didn't want a big fridge in there, Right. but we don't do them anymore.
0: Probably missing. So you got like seven it's or durable. eight solid Yeah, places. we do
1: have seven locations. I Like I said, I'm probably missing one and I feel bad that I am. but
0: That's okay. Is it is it typically coffee shops that these are a good fit in? Yeah,
1: coffee shops seem to be a great fit. Again, kids really like them. They go well with coffee. The great thing too is they're naturally gluten-free. I kind of did that because I mm. just ate that way. That's a big seller because a lot of people look for gluten-free items and they're kind of hard to find. Right. So oftentimes when we try to go into or approach a new retail at, hey, do you have many gluten-free things? You don't, right. here's a great, you know, gluten-free alternative. Have you
0: like how do you decide who you're going to approach to see if they'll carry these?
1: That's a good question. I mean it's first it's local. I mean, are they, you know, is it a good fit? Is it somewhere that I like to go? um how are the owners sometimes a lot of like our instagram followers will suggest things Mm -hmm. that are kind of in their area and then we'll go and drop off samples um we've been at a couple places in mandarin and then one of them ended up closing so i mean we've had a few others that have kind of come and gone Mm -hmm. over the years um we had one over in fruit cove at one point in time and then they switched to a different business so yeah i mean we've been doing this for almost seven years so i
0: love it like i my wheels turn i love i would love to see something like this like succeed to a point where you guys have options so just thinking out loud have you guys ever heard of Zapcat coffee which is in the atlantic theater
1: i feel like i have somebody recently
0: it might be worth checking out
1: yeah there's so many little places um there was another one recently that somebody messaged
0: mackinac chocolate. yes but i
1: feel like because i mean we don't get our chocolate from them so i don't know if that would be a conflict i'm not sure but
0: maybe they could do a jv with you guys if you use our if we'll supply you with chocolate at a good cost and We'll make a combo yeah, bar. Yeah, I mean,
1: if we could make a combo it, pop. Yeah, if we could make it cost efficient, then absolutely. Because the people
0: that we'll go there, there right. like, i will buy dozens of these.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
0: You know what I mean? So yeah,
1: the the possibilities are really endless. Right. Um, it's just for me anymore. It's kind of balancing its time. You know. Yeah. So I was just going to ask you, like, what what if
0: Whole Foods on in Jack's Beach oh, said, "Hey, you, people is have that said something- that to me so
1: many times." i wouldn't so i'm also a podcast nut and i've listened to there's one called how i built this yes yes great one i've learned a lot from that okay. just because whole foods wants to pick up your product does not mean you're gonna make a million dollars right oftentimes it you will almost it. bankrupt you mm-hmm. they i hate to say they don't care who you are but they yeah. just want a product you know they're going to push it and try to sell it as much a lot of times it actually will hurt a business right. especially a very small business yeah, you get stretched thin it would you be can't impossible. focus on your core so people stuff. say that i'm like yeah that sounds like a dream come true but in reality that's really not right. the level that i want to
0: be right, at because right. I mean, then you have to scale small. you have to get yeah. a bigger kitchen I get d- help. and i don't
1: have the money or the you know the understood. time or this is this is great it's a yeah. passion project i love no, no, it i, I like love it. being local right. i love talking about this mm. but this is not what i want to do yeah. for the rest understood
0: of understood okay um But we're gonna circle back on this because, like, I've got other layers and levels of this, and people I know that might, you know, might just might, oh, yeah, there's a connection here. We could change this, make it like that, whatever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, so have you ever had a training injury that you had to kind of recover, rehab from, physical therapy, et cetera? That's
1: a good question. So I got into powerlifting, um, really got into powerlifting oh what was it like probably now three years ago Mm -hmm. and i competed in a competition loved it did great um had a lot of fun and then i decided to do another one i don't think i did it back to back necessarily but the second time around i actually hired a powerlifting coach Mm -hmm. i really put a lot into it um did that meet had a great time like kind of set the PRs i wanted to set right. and then i was like oh my god okay i'm so jazzed i'm going to do this again it's kind of yeah. like bodybuilding like yeah. you just get all this <laughs> momentum right. And I was like, awesome, I'm going to train for another one. and Especially
0: if you win or play tie, I, like, Yeah,
1: and I think it was just too much. And by that time, I mean, I was probably, what well, was like 39. So okay. every year that you get older, believe it or not, it does take a toll on your body without you really yeah, realizing it. You just got to
0: get a little smarter in the choices. And so and-
1: I was squatting and I had some imbalances like most everyone mm-hmm. does and just didn't address them. Anyways, long story short. I think it was a week before I was supposed to do the, the third mm. powerlifting meet, I was squatting without a belt, just being a dum-dum, and I really threw out my back. And that's the most I've ever injured myself where I really couldn't lift for, I had to drop out of the meet. And- so
0: you're squatting. What did it feel like when you threw it out? Like Describe the feeling oh if God. you can. I know, I know what like, it is because I've the been most there. I
1: was Like, oh, it was.
0: Did you slip a disc?
1: Kind of like, no, I don't think I did at the end of the day because I didn't have to have More any kind of rehab then? or anything. But yeah, it was on this right side and it just kind of like, it felt kind of like it slipped or mm. like something just kind of moved wrong mm. and it was just this split second at the bottom and, you know, you're just. And yeah, so what did you really.
0: feel after that? Like what what were the things you were complaining so of? So
1: much pain. I mean down just, your
0: leg or just in that zone.
1: Yeah, I want to say I mean it's kind of hard to remember even it was a couple of years ago but yeah, definitely in this like very much lower in, lumbar, limb, right in the side. lower lumbar right side. Um at the at that point in time I was walking around I was on my feet a lot doing mm-hmm. stuff. I was walking around a lot. It was just very painful to stand for periods of time right. it was very painful to sleep yeah. i mean it was just extremely i ended up having to have some muscle relaxers i never took painkillers cuz i'm Any really physical not in therapy that needed no i did i probably maybe could have but i didn't i just kind of rehabbed it on my own and then with my husband's help and i just did like i backed way off no weights i probably didn't weight lift for 2 months mm. And then I just slowly started, and then it's a lot of it's mental too. You're like, sure. oh my gosh, I'm so afraid for this ever to happen again. Right. And then just slowly built up to it. But yeah, that was probably the most I've ever been mm-hmm. injured.
0: Was mm-hmm. that? Yeah, that's that's not fun. Just looking like an Yeah, it's
1: terrible. Um,
0: so do you does it ever bother you now
1: sometimes yeah i mean like, a little bit when i do lift heavy and i don't lift heavy heavy mm-hmm. very often anymore right. especially after being pregnant and sure you know just not really having the time right. you have to put in a lot of time but sometimes yeah okay. i mean that side will definitely aggravate me more than anywhere else do
0: you do more mobility and stretching work these days
1: i would say yes i'm definitely more cognizant of it um Oh, do I always know? No, no, no you know, not again, always. With but generally speaking, time, yeah. I'm always like, oh my God, I got to hurry up. It's 15 minutes. Right. Um. But yes, 100%. My husband is also very big into, he's great with corrective exercise. Okay. That's kind of his specialty right. with his clients. And so he's a great person and no, he's very big into mobility. He is like that person that yeah. does all the right things and then he'll, you know, kind of right. try to get on to me about it.
0: Okay, good. Listen to him. It'll help yeah, you big I know. time. Oh, I know. <laughs> Even if like you, you just take, a few minutes before bedtime, just get on the floor, throw down a mat, towel, mm-hmm. and just do it at home. Yep, like, just kind of sit cool. and. And I'm
1: always basic trying to tell stretches. My clients to do it, and then I'm like, okay. There you but, go. By the way, all right? I'm not the best See? person at it, so yeah, <laughs> do as. So not
0: exactly, good. exactly. Um, all right, good stuff here. Really good stuff. Okay, so um, is there anything else? So. Well, before we tell people where they can go get these, because these two that are here, I'm, I think, I'm supposed <laughs> to be eating these like, tonight not tomorrow. Well. <laughs> so, anybody in Jacks, you heard all the places where they're available. We're gonna give you the website in a, in a minute or two, and the Instagram page if you want to connect. Uh, try some yourself. Find out the locations. Get the list, and go there. Visit those places uh, and sample them there. Uh, we're gonna give you that in a second. So you're ready to do the nominate question i am all right so who are you gonna nominate
1: so it might sound like a cop out and i've already <laughs> said his name a hundred times but i'm gonna nominate my husband yeah he is he's really the person that that taught me that got me mad maybe fall madly in love with him and with fitness nice. um he just has a great story he grew up here in jacks beach so he's definitely a local and awesome. he's just he has a great story and i love the guy.
0: spouse significant other uh, nominations just yeah. like dr d nominated uh, Catherine, and it's
1: funny because you think oh they're married it's gonna be the same story I'm no like, it's not no it's wildly so, different <laughs> exactly that's the
0: conversation Catherine and i had she's like i don't know it's gonna be different because yeah. he told you everything i right. Like, know right like, no no he didn't me, tell me your story yeah, exactly. and then she started spilling the beans to oh, me yeah, hers was i'm great. like that's what i'm talking about yeah, like exactly. he didn't tell me any of that because no. he couldn't it wasn't yeah, his story exactly. so his story was his. It was awesome. Hers was awesome. And each one of these is awesome because it's one person's story. And yeah, there's some overlap if it's a, you know, if you're married, I mean, yeah, there's some overlap more, stuff. But that's good to hear and share as well mm-hmm. from both perspectives. Cool. Okay,
1: good. Then it's all Yeah,
0: I'm looking forward to that. So so I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. I'll reach Chris, out later if I don't from hear you. from you. Yeah, Chris. You're on, brother.
1: <laughs> and I'm a little bit the secretary, so you can just text me and I'll arrange it. Perfect.
0: Right? I will be doing that later <laughs> on today. Um, all right, so you have a power question for me, I take so it. We're going to turn question, the tables now.
1: My question, my, I have two questions for you. Okay. My first question is chocolate or vanilla? I Which can't one take are you? Both. are you a chocolate? No, of I'm definitely I'm a like, chocolate. What person. are you? Because that says a lot about you. Are you yeah, a chocolate yeah. or I'm, a vanilla person? I'm
0: half of my body is made of chocolate. <laughs> all right, then.
1: Okay, that's my question. I know a lot about you just by asking great, a question. Yeah,
0: great question. And then
1: I would say so, having listened to all of your podcasts, and we kind of talked about that.
0: So, when you say that for context, not only are you talking about the Midlife Muscle Podcast, yeah. but you're talking about the Fitness Truth Podcast. There you go.
1: I couldn't remember exactly yeah. what that was called, but yeah, I loved it.
0: Anybody new, I've been doing a podcast before this one. It's, it's a different format by design. Um, a lot of good stuff in those episodes. Oh, I loved right? it. Yeah. You'll go to, um, just go search online, the Fitness Truth Podcast with Joey Atlas. There's a bunch. Most of them are YouTube videos on my uh, Joey the Truth Atlas YouTube channel. And you could find it on all the audio feeds as well. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the other secondary uh, distributors as well. So I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but you're ahead. fine.
1: So I was kind of curious, and this is something I think all trainers probably struggle with to a degree, is finding clients or maybe clients finding you mm-hmm. and then helping them to stay accountable. Um, it seemed like, I mean, you obviously had hand-chosen some some people, but they were all people that really just kind of followed the process, trusted the process. Mm. You know, I hate to say did what you said, but right. did what you said and really got phenomenal results. And they didn't overcomplicate it, or they tried to, and then they kind of brought themselves back. There was one lady right. that did that. And I was like, yeah. that's great.
0: Uh-huh.
1: How do you, or what, I guess, what is kind of your secret to to compliance or to, to like yeah to stick, or just kind of your your secret with your clients yeah, to get a, success. that's
0: a really really good Cause question. Cuz it's tough. That's that's like a key oh my God. key thing right there, right? Because you can have a great program, you can have you the best a in the great world great nutritional yeah. plan, but and without, I feel
1: like most trainers do, truly yes. they're all about the same. Right.
0: Without that intangible though, which is kind of ambiguous. Mhm they're gonna fall off they're gonna deviate they're gonna get distracted Mm -hmm. by all these or not
1: second guess the process right yeah
0: not be patient right yes so there's a lot of different layers to this but it's essentially getting them to number one believe that if they stick with it they're going to get the benefits and the results number two they got to be patient Um, they have to they have to fully believe that they have a a an effective program in their hands. Because mm-hmm. right? if they're not sure if it's effective, it's like it, it, it takes away their commitment, mm-hmm. their internal dedication. Yeah, and they're looking drive. to jump right away. Right. Yeah. right. So it's kind of like this built-in excuse to deviate when mm-hmm. they just have that urge. They have to believe that they have the right program in their hands. They have to believe that they are going to be following a nutrition approach that is sustainable for life. Because mm-hmm. right? they could do something that's going to work for six weeks or whatever, Right. But like, oh my God, this is extreme. I'm so yeah, glad the six weeks is that. almost yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. You're just counting. Right? Then what? Right. So, but if they know ahead of time, I'm going to teach you how to eat that you'll do forever mm-hmm. and you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Because it's, it's principles based, it's mm-hmm. not a restrictive it's not diet. It's a
1: meal plan kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Like, this
0: is, you take these principles on vacation. You take mm-hmm. them to a wedding. You take them to a weekend I mean, away. I it's like in here. <laughs> right? Wherever you go, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, you're going to learn specific strategies, what to eat, how to choose, how to cook, how to ask a waiter or the restaurant chef to prepare your specific meal, make mm-hmm. some tweaks, whatever. This is all doable today. Now, once they understand that they have everything they need in their hands, the next thing is teaching them, and this only happens with, Coaching them over a a, a period of time, mm-hmm. teaching them that they can be good and stick with it for three months, six months, mm-hmm. nine months. And as you're keeping <laughs> them on this course, mm-hmm. and, and I'll give you the, the, the logistics of it in a second, they realize, ooh, this is the longest I've ever stuck with anything. And I'm feeling and seeing changes. All right? And the so minute like,
1: they realize that. Yes, yeah. so it's like, mm-hmm.
0: okay, I can do this and it works. And I've 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 done it. This is the longest I've done anything that I decided to do. Mm-hmm. And and they'll say my whole life. Yeah. All right. So six months, nine months, a year goes by, and they're they realize I'm not even on a program. I've mm-hmm. just changed my lifestyle and my mindset. Ding. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> I when my friends ask me, Oh my goodness, what are you doing? It's mm-hmm. like, well, it's not really what am I doing? It's I learned all these things from Joey, and I'm just mm-hmm. implementing, and now it's how I live.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, well, what
0: do you mean, yeah. how do you live? Oh, well, I got this, you know, I do his style of training. Mm-hmm. I do my meals and my eating and drinking according to, you know, mm-hmm. his examples. Um, and then I just, I just do it as a way of life. Right, and so doing it as a way of life means, oh, I'm not taking a week off just because, like, ah, uh,
1: or a cheat meal on right. Saturdays, cheat- or, yeah, right, uh, and then that
0: turns into a cheat weekend and a cheat disaster, week because oh, we yeah. had a wedding too or the then- holidays,
1: dear God, right. yeah,
0: because no, it's like if you have those moments, okay, it's a little deviation, but you get right back yeah. to center and that's life asap mm-hmm. because you've programmed your mind and your heart that way, yeah, and like, you prefer that. That is your
1: actual preference,
0: exactly, right? So. As we're doing this, what they're learning is, oh, Joey's always been there for me. I'm doing my daily uh, private document summary for mm-hmm. the day. Yes, he, he knows what training I'm doing from his videos, but he asked me to put that into the document each day so he can see, yes, she's done uh, ultimate leg, butt, hip, and thigh makeover mm-hmm. once. She did her mile and a half walk with the dog, uh, and then here's her whole nutrition summary. Right. Or if it's a couple, I would do the couples do the same Mm -hmm. thing. You know, Susan has her doc. Tom has his document. But they got to put in what they do each day Mm -hmm. because they know either that night, depending on what time zone they're in or the next morning, I'm going to go. I'm going into Mm -hmm. their document. Their coach is going to look at everything that they did or didn't do and the notes they've made and the revelations they're sharing or the challenges or the breakthroughs or whatever. And then I'm going to make my coaching notes about that. So you
1: think a lot of it, it sounds to me like, I mean, all of these things, and then just that extra piece of accountability. Like, I think a lot of times what's missing, especially as we get older, you kind of, I mean, maybe you don't know what to do, but you kind of know what to do. You know, you just need some, but then really at the end of the day, and we hear this from clients a lot too, it's literally, it's accountability. Right. Like they need I to need know you my coach is to be me. the person that at 6am you're going to gonna go. Yeah. I mean, right. truly, it's right. almost I'm like I'm either being meeting in you school. in person,
0: like you guys have mm-hmm. training clients or long distance. They know yeah. Joey's checking our notes yep. tonight or tomorrow morning.
1: Yep. And right? that's what keeps them. So yes, there's that
0: outside <laughs> element of accountability. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, like my my craft is to teach them that they're not eventually going to need me they're going to have yeah. developed their own accountability because i'm here too. they did it like my goal they is did for it. you
1: to not need me <laughs> right they
0: did the work yeah. to create the accountability i was just this thing that yeah. like was uh, a focal point mm-hmm. like oh, he needs my accountability like yeah. you did it yeah. you gave me your accountability i was yeah, just here for yeah it was sort of nothing i did really yeah right exactly. now if i remove myself you can still do it Mm -hmm. because it came from you, not me.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And so they're like, oh, yeah. So can I still use this document process? Yep. That (laughs) document can become your focal point. You Mm -hmm. can do that for your life. I still have clients from years ago who still do this daily document journaling. That's brilliant, Like, man, this is so simple. And yes, like I'm... That's now my accountability piece. That's
1: really brilliant. whether
0: they do it in an app, on yeah, paper, no, or in that's Google actually Docs. Smart
1: is just continue. Don't it's you like, don't need to stop just because I'm not reading right. it
0: anymore. No, like I, I got to put this in there tonight. Mm-hmm. I got to put everything I eat and drink you know, in there. So it's not a diet. It's mindfulness of how mm-hmm. they're fueling their body, their life, their brain. Cool. Um, and now it becomes visible and tangible to them. Yeah.
1: Okay. Where it's like,
0: oh yeah, I got to do this later, and I'm gonna eat this way today. No, but when you go ha- write everything down and yeah. it's there in front of you now, it's tangible. It's not just a thought. Yeah. It's tangible. Yeah. And real for thing. the average person, that's like, it's it's the tipping point for them. It's like, all right. Yeah. Okay. It's just mindfulness. It's yeah. So simple and subtle, but until you experience it enough to realize the power in it, mm-hmm. you don't get it. Yeah. But when you do, it's like that switch it's is flipped. It's yeah. life-changing. Yeah. Okay, like, cool. yeah. So Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah, my pleasure. Great question. Yeah. Really, really good one. All right, so let's share the website uh, so for the Fit Fab Foods. For
1: these fabulous little treats. Mm-hmm. Our website is fit Fab Foods with an S, Jax, J-A-X. Just like it sounds. Yep. Fit, fit Fab, fab foods, foods with the Jax. S at the
0: end. Yep. Oh, Jax. Mm-hmm. Jax. Fit Jax. Fab foods, Jax. .com. Yep. I am gonna put that in the show notes. So if you need the link directly, just come to the show notes page. If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, midlifemusclepodcast.com. It's going to be in the description down below the video. Super
1: easy to order online. Um, I built just, yeah, it's a pretty basic ordering. Okay, so
0: that's for local people, Yep. right? Mm -hmm. Mostly So pickups,
1: deliveries. Again, we can ship to a degree. If you choose shipping, I'm probably going to have a little conversation with you. (laughs) Make sure that that's what you want to do. But yes, 100%. Just go on the website and it should be very self-explanatory. And then there is a full list under the Find Us. There's a little link for Find Us. There's a list and a location for each one of the retail spots. So if I missed one, they're all on. There. yeah
0: yeah perfect all right and the instagram handle is
1: instagram is fit period fab period foods no jacks
0: at I, on, on instagram yeah, at so instagram. fit period fab fab period foods, foods period yep fit and then foods, you can also no get period. there
1: through our website so we have all the little social links
0: perfect so all the links stuff. are there on the bottom mm-hmm. yeah awesome all right um, anything else you'd like to add uh, as we wrap up? I think
1: so. No, this was so fun. This Thank was, you. I'm a podcast nut, less. but I've never been on a podcast. So all right. So yeah, I appreciate it.
0: Rachel is a podcast nut. Yeah, First time either. ever on know. a podcast, a video podcast. Yeah,
1: I. Right? So thought. here's
0: what's cool about this: a lot of people, or actually maybe all of them so far. Nobody's ever been on a podcast, let alone a video podcast, and everybody's been awesome. Yeah, you're like all Like a little, like at <laughs> jittery at the beginning. It's totally normal. It's easy. But you guys have all been stellar, and cool. I'm I'm so yeah. appreciative of, of that because it would be easy for people to say, oh no, I I couldn't be on a video podcast like I. Let forget about what to say. I would just be nervous on camera, or whatever. No. Most people
1: don't, but it's because the camera's not in your face. Most right. people do not like a camera in their face. Right. But if you can just act natural, yeah. you're way better off.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I appreciate you being yeah, here. Yeah, of course. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. I'm looking forward be to awesome. having Mr. Chris on here yeah. for a conversation. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, so as we're wrapping up, please leave your comments below. Let us know what you like, what you would like to see more of, other ideas. Uh, hit the share button, share this with uh, your friends, uh, co-worker, family, even your in-laws, right? The in-laws deserve to get some of this love. Share it with whoever you want. Uh, And if you do prefer to listen to this on the main uh, podcast audio feeds, please rate and review it, especially on Apple. Like if you rate, do a simple review, tell us what you like, tell us what you're interested in. That actually helps us get found by more people who can find this. Uh, and benefit from it, because that's really what we're trying to do. We're just trying mm-hmm. to benefit people's lives by giving them midlife muscle of the mind, the, the body, the spirit. <laughs> that's it. And we're just sharing real-life examples of that yeah. in each episode to show you we're just regular people. Yeah. And, and here's how we're doing it. And this is our story. So all right, awesome. that's it. Thanks so much. Peace and much love. Wow.